Staying focused in life is kind of a key principle to success, no matter what your endeavor or what you're trying to do. Uh, This is true in marriage, especially. You and your spouse need to be consistent in your communication, focused on connecting. And the more intentional you are, uh, the easier it's going to be to communicate well and to work through challenges. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin, and uh, they lead the Focus on the Family Marriage Department. Uh, Focus President Jim Daly talked with Gary Thomas about communicating well in marriage, and uh, previously Gary shared about some people he knows. Let's go ahead and listen in as uh, Gary talks about Baron and Christina. I mean, one of the things is create a communication pattern. I try to call Jean at least once during the day when I'm traveling. It's usually two or three times when I have a little break. I probably bug the daylight out of her. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing? (laughs) Didn't we just talk an hour ago? I'm not doing much more differently now. But uh, it's just good to stay connected. You you kind of refer to that, I think, as focused communication. I don't know if that fits the No, it was perfect. Christina really stressed this because she has a friend whose husband is a pilot, and he didn't do that well. She goes, I'm talking to him on the phone, and I can tell I have about 10% of him. He's watching a game. He's watching Sports Center. He's, and so what? My conclusion was: Look, if you know you only have ten minutes of solid conversation, give your spouse, your husband, or your wife the full ten minutes. That's why I like FaceTime because you can't cheat. <laughs> Let, look, look at each other face to face, and it's better to say, "I'm yours for this amount of time," and then. You know, I, I'm tired and I got to go off. And, and one woman said her, her husband would call her when she was at work and, and she would just be up front. Hey, babe, I've got five minutes before I have to be in this meeting, but I'm all yours for five minutes. And so she would listen and engage. And I think that's where just be intentional when you are communicating and then just admit when you're at the end. For Baron and Christina, high-low was really helpful to set up their conversation. What's the high point? What's the low point? Because by the end of that, he was he was pretty tired. I mean, it's a demanding job that he faced. He could see people die. And, and Christina was empathetic to that, that she wanted to be connected in marriage, but also have empathy that my, my spouse is doing a good thing, serving our country and ultimately protecting our family. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the pilot example, I was thinking you were going to say, while he's flying the plane, he gives her about 10%. <laughs> and I was thinking, that's a good thing if yeah. I'm on the plane with him. I, I don't mind 10%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move to uh, the other couple, another couple, Keith and Roxanne that you mentioned, who brought, uh, as you described it, quite a bit of baggage into the yes. relationship. Yeah. I think, you know, many couples, it may not fit exactly the definition of this couple, but when you bring childhood wounds and things into the marriage, boy, you have got to deal with that stuff. Yes. Describe what Keith and Roxanne, uh, what they brought into the marriage yeah. and how it unfolded. Well, first, a, a word to wives. Um, it's so devastating. And I know wives can be unfaithful too. There's a story of a, in the book where a wife had the affair, but so often wives think if my husband is cheating or he's looking at porn, what could I have done? Am I not keeping myself up? Am I not active? And, and every husband insisted, and, and Keith was among this, there's nothing my wife could have done to stop That's me not from the straying. Issue. This is not about her. Yeah. It was entirely about me. In fact, he said, Roxanne was my perfect wife. And because I thought she's a perfect wife, I thought I'm certainly going to lose her when she finds out the real me. And so why don't I just get it over with, act so outrageously that it's like pulling off the Band-Aid and getting it done. But for Roxanne, her father had been unfaithful to her mom. And so she just had these real deep wounds and a lot of insecurity that's understandable. Keith grew up in a family where 
he was not brought in as part of it. He always felt left out. Then he was molested as a young boy. And a, a counselor in Houston that I often go to for these issues told me, Gary, whenever a client comes to me and says that this happened to him as a young boy, he goes, I wait for the dominoes to fall. He goes, he's not excusing it. He goes, right. but it's such a deep wound. And so when you have that kind of baggage where there was just no connection relationally with your family, all of this happened before he met Roxanne, before he married Roxanne. Roxanne had nothing to do with it. Because he didn't deal with that baggage, marriage I've found as a pastor gives guys about a nine to 12 month pause. In the freshness of marriage, a lot of those old things go away, but eventually if they're not dealt with, they're gonna come back. And so it's about getting strong so that you can be strong in your marriage. Roxanne couldn't cure or help or heal Keith. He needed a professional. She's not a PhD counselor. And so it's just, what I say is if you have some hurts, maybe kids laughed at you or bullied you a little bit, maybe you're fine to, to talk with a pastor and, and receive spiritual care. But when you have the level of hurt that Keith had, and I think that Roxanne had, you need a professional. You know, well, I can brush my teeth. I can't give myself a root canal. Right. So and It's if, really fair. We often demean that in the Christian community because we think, well, really, all you need is God. Yeah. And of course that's true. If the Lord can wipe that slate clean, that's wonderful. That's not typically what happens. Going all the way back to your first story, God puts us on journeys to learn things about ourselves and about the world around us. So I, I love that encouragement to get, get good Christian counseling, I would say. Well, Aaron, um, as we heard, there's some couples really don't open up about childhood wounds. They, they may not even know they have them until after they get married. Uh, I'm raising my hand because we, we were in our mid-20s, and I think it was probably about 15 years ago that we realized, oh, that's why I'm like this. Yeah, we need to deal with something. Yeah, so yeah. there's still hope no matter where you're at, right? Absolutely. It's so interesting because whenever I have a new couple come in for counseling, I will ask them both individually. Um, the first couple appointments, we go through their family of origin and their childhoods and, you know, leading up to meeting each other. And I often will think, gosh, we just spent an hour listening to one individual story. And I think, gosh, is the other person bored? Not once is that person, the spouse bored. They're like learning things and fascinated. So often they'll say, oh, I heard that story before, but I never heard that part or that part. And so it's so important to um, dig deeper, as you're saying, to become aware of how is my family of origin impacting my current marriage and me as an individual. Super important within a couple when your spouse is sharing about their family of origin, that's tender stuff that's theirs, mm -hmm. that's in their yard in essence. And so just letting them share that. And if you have observations to ask them, are you open to me offering this observation of your family of origin? And yeah, because you wouldn't want to weaponize that information. Correct. Yeah. And the thing that I love so much, and I, I, this is why I love what I do when I sit with a couple, granted it's not about me, it's about what God does, but I always say God created this thing called marriage, and we walk into marriage battered and with these scars from our family of origin. We all, I don't care if you come from the most picturesque family, we have these lies we believe, we have these tender spots, these behaviors, these coping patterns, we bring it into marriage. 
The really cool thing about this thing called marriage that God created is that as you begin to form this secure attachment with your spouse, which means you got to do some work to do that and be intentional about that, that healing comes to the stuff that we bring with us. Mm. And I'm like, only God could have created that, that healing component of marriage. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, Aaron, to your point, you know, you, you've had the privilege of sitting with so many couples really hearing that story. I think that's so important that that it's great to as couples to share, you know, this is what happened, here's what I learned, yeah. and here's the baggage, and maybe this explains some of why I do what I do. Go get help. Go find a good Christian counselor. Mm-hmm. And I've done that. Aaron's done that. I mean, just we, we've all got this stuff. And, and take that stuff, and that's one of the things that I know the three of us are so proud of Focus. We have such a great counseling team that you yeah. can call, get a free consultation. They can help you find a good Christian counselor in your area. Yeah, this is uh, this podcast is an extension of Focus on the Family, which is a really rich, deep well of resources to help you in your marriage. And um, I've benefited from our counseling team. Uh, you all are counselors, we, we so thank have, you for the work you do. Too. You heard Gary mention counseling, so maybe this podcast is for you, not to buy something, but to get help and to mm-hmm. go deeper and to open up and explore a, a whole world of hurt and healing. Uh, it begins with a phone call if you don't know where to turn. Uh, our number is 800, the letter A, and the word family, 800-A-FAMILY. Uh, we've got a link in the show notes, of course. And by the way, our counseling team will talk to you. Uh, they'll have an initial consultation over the phone. That's free. Our donor community makes that possible. And if you need ongoing help, they can point you to somebody in your area that we feel really good about that does a solid marriage ministry with a biblical perspective. Again, call us right away. Also, uh, we do have Gary Thomas's book, Making Your Marriage a Fortress. It is a terrific resource. Everything Gary writes uh, has weight and practicality, and uh, we're making this book available if you're in a spot to donate today. So uh, find out more in the show notes. Next time, Dr. Randy Schrader joins us to share about paying attention to your habits. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days, and it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.